Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, when you're shopping on Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio is here. Wait, so you're going with her because you you booked her like a what a discount eye? No, I didn't book her anything. I'm, I'm confused as to how you're involved in this. I'm like, just I'm going for moral support. Moral support, but I thought that you're the one She's that She's getting set this la- thing up. like lasers in her eyes. You set up some appointment. I didn't is set this up another anything. Craigslist thing? No, it is not a Craigslist. There's never been a first friend- Craigslist thing. Wait, are you setting your friend to like some motel to get lasers shot in her yes, eyes? Yes, and also she's going to get butt implants while she's there. Okay, that's what I was trying to get yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today, um, including I uh, I didn't realize it, but I apparently have an addition to my uh, country PI kit that I did not know about. What? You have an addition? Yes, indeed. Like an addition. Okay. Yes. I thought you said an audition for your country PI kit. I was no, like, what? You got an, a, uh, you're auditioning addition. to be the country PI? Okay. Addition, addition, audition. It all works out the same. Okay. Uh, no, but I've got something I didn't realize I was already paying for it, but I do have I do have something that I kind of want to test out on this. Okay. I kind of want to test this out. All right. Um, Did you like for it to return a magnifying glass or something? Yeah, basically. That no, that's not. Real quick. What is that noise? What noise? There's a, like a humming. It's, I think it's outside. It is outside. Okay. That's what it was. It was coming through on the microphone. It was really. I really just liked my magnifying glass joke too. I know it was a good magnifying. I'll I'll come back into the magnifying. Well, I can't glass do it. Me. I can't do it again. Well, I'll drop back into it. Was it was organic. Okay, okay. I'll drop back into it. No, there's there's like something. It was like a humming. I thought it was inside of my head, and it was kind of really freaking me out there for a second because I was like, if you can't hear it, and only I, I can hear this. I told you guys yesterday. He opened the door of the crazy way too wide. If yeah, if, if nobody else can hear this, then that means that it's just inside of my head. And that's very disturbing, and that's very, very unnerving. If that let me know when you work through it. Well, I'm just saying it's it's quite it's quite hard to. uh, God dang, yeah, it's like it's there. It's all the time. See, I I, do you ever worry about that though? Being being in radio, like sometimes tinnitus. Yeah, it's my greatest. Yeah, tinnitus. Like you. Not my greatest fear, but it's a it's a big fear. It's a big fear. That's a big fear, and then I worry about you know, of course, the voices and then the the hummings and all that stuff, where I constantly think that computers are going. Anyway, we'll get back to that another time. Back to your uh, to your magnifying glass. I don't even know what context I set it in. Okay, well, we'll just jump back into it. So your your magnifying glass joke. Um, So that was a really wait, wait, good... Wait, wait, wait. Let me snap it. That was a really good magnifying glass joke, Sarah. That was very funny and entertaining. I and know. I really appreciate it. You really are making fun of me, crazy person. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. All right. I no. don't hear a humming. Okay, let's get back Let's get back to the thing, though. So, okay. so um, yeah, I, it's, it's a little addition to my kit, an addition to my kit that I think could work out well. And actually... I have some questions for you. For we'll, me, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that here in a minute. Um, let's talk about what we were talking about at the top of the show, though, and that was that was this the eye surgery, uh, some kind of thing that's being set up. Now I am confused. So uh, if you are a live listener, we're doing the show just a little bit earlier today, and that is because Sarah is heading off with her friend to some hotel or where are you going? Not, I don't. I'm confused. Saying okay, I guess that. I'm just used to this because you got your uh, discount teeth whitening uh, thing. That was like two years ago. That happened in like a trailer. It was a trailer. My teeth were very, very cold after it that. It was like a like an RV that was in a parking it lot or something like that. It or? was a business. It was a business establishment. It was inside of a building. Okay. That was fine. It didn't work very well. I think it took for like a day. Okay. And I think all it did was basically uh, strip some of my enamel away. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sure there wasn't any whitening in the process. Right. And my teeth, uh, just uh, also just to let you know, if you get your teeth whitened uh, and it's not the right way, your teeth get very, very cold. That's because you're stripping it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's so not cold good. Teeth for a that's little not while. good for your teeth. Cold, not white teeth. So okay. I'm just saying, if you get the chance to get a discounted uh, tooth whitening. <laughs> I'd probably go against it. See, and again, that's like anything that has to do with the body. I'm not really that into the discount too much. Like when it comes to like a teeth whitening or even like a like a tattoos, unless you know who the tattoo artist is. If it's somebody who's just like, you know, what, how much is he charging? I'll do it half. 
half of that. Come on in. I'll do it half the price. Half like, the quality. Let's like, do this. That's that's kind of where I'm, yeah, what I'm thinking of. It's like, ooh. No, this was not discounted. She is paying for this. It is something that, that she has wanted. This is but like it's a, from Craigslist. It is not from Craigslist. Okay. It is through her insurance. Okay, so how are you involved in this and what exactly is happening? I don't understand, like, what kind of tick this is where you're not understanding my response to you. Okay. I'm going with her for moral support. Okay, you're going with wait, but why? I don't understand. Because she's getting lasers in her eyes. And Are it's you scary. like helping out in the surgery or something? Nobody or gets like, to watch it. You're gonna what? Okay, wait a minute. Let me understand and this. It's so not she's surgery, getting mind is you. it like LASIK or something like that? Mm-mm. Okay. So my friend, my friend. By the way, that was Sarah drinking her coffee. Sorry, that was the my ice iced and, coffee. Ice and the swallowing that just yes. happened right there. Okay, so so you're you're going with her. I am. This is a place that lets you be in there when they're shooting. I'm basically going to be Kramer eating some junior mints watching a surgery happening. Okay. So I don't understand how LASIK is. It's not LASIK. I don't understand how eye stuff works. Eye stuff is like one of the freakiest things to me. I mean, I hate any kind of uh, like an operating show or anything like that. Where well, yeah, I can't watch that stuff. I can't do the blood. Okay, yeah, so so like anything like that where they're like opening somebody up, like that kind of stuff. Ooh, no, I don't like any of those kinds of shows or ambulance shows or or anything like that. But when it comes to eyes, that's almost even worse. I I still remember when I was a, I was I like okay when I was a kid, I used to get uh, pink eye quite a bit, or maybe as Ew. an adult too. So yeah, pink eye sucks, and so that has always like kind of scarred me because I've had it like. Probably, Probably half a dozen times. You're just like a little disease factory in your face. I've I've probably had pink eye about half a dozen times Ew. in my life. Yeah, I would say so. That when means you had a lot of feces in your eyes. Unfortunately, may, well, it doesn't just come from feces. I'm pretty sure it just comes from feces. Well, you know, you run around on a playground and I, I you had... dunk your head in feces. I did not dunk my head in feces. Uh, that never happened uh, to me. But yes, yeah, somehow I had I had pink eye about about six, about six times. About six times. I mean, the last time I've talked about it, I got this when I uh, when I got this, I got pink eye when I was in San Diego a few years ago when I was visiting my friend. I think I got it from the bowling alley. All right, people are asking in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. I'll, I'll go back into pink eye here in a minute. Oh wow, thank uh, God. Let's put a question pink is, eye. Question is, what's an ambulance? show? What is an ambulance show? Okay. When you said that, I was like, what the hell is he talking about? Okay, I mean, any kind of like a medical show, be it real life or uh, or even even a drama or anything like that. So the real life ones where it's the, where they like have people doing surgeries or, or like emergency room things. Well, they're not doing that in the ambulance. Well, but the ambulance is involved. That's what I just associate with. So that's like my tell to turn away from a TV show. If I see, if it's a reality show and they're showing a bunch of ambulances, I'm like, okay, whatever's going to be coming up next, it's going to involve blood and it's going to involve some kind of surgery and like cutting somebody open and I'm out of there. So it's like my my canary. It's the canary to the coal mine for me. If I see an ambulance, I'm out. I'm switching the channel. All right. If it's an ambulance show. Yeah. And, and that's the same thing with uh, like, like the other way it is too is with, um, you know, like any kind of like drama show like that. I have never seen an episode of ER and I, I feel proud of that in a way in a strange way I feel like that's a badge of honor I don't know if that is or not but that's like s- such a dated reference and like a like a dated Isn't that bragging still on? Like, no I don't think so oh I don't know like seriously who brags about I've I've never seen an episode I have never of seen ER. an episode oh my gosh you know what I've ER. never seen an episode of Blossom <laughs> <laughs> Bl- Blossom doesn't equate to ER ER was on for like 30 years or something like that no I've never seen no emergency. That would be something that would be a really dated reference. And you I don't, don't even, even know, know what, what emergency. I barely is. know what that is. But uh, anyway, I don't like any of that kind of stuff. Now the 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 thing is though, when it comes to eyes, that's always made me worse. I still have. I kid you not. This is an actual nightmare that I have, and it's from a real memory of what happened. It's like I relive this memory of being in second grade. And there was a girl, her name was actually Sarah, and she didn't end up staying at our school for long, but I, was, I went to grade school with her. And there was a day, oh, still remember being in Mrs. Davis's class, and this girl walked in, and she clearly had something wrong with her eyes. It looked like they were just, like, weeping. And What is, what is wrong with you? This Why is, like, you, emblazoned in my I memory. I don't care. Why are you sharing it? Because I'm telling you, this is what it is. This is horrible. This is stamped into my memory to where I have this recurring dream, <laughs> and... It's, it's this girl walking in and I remember her turning around and looking at me and I thought she was crying, but she wasn't crying and it like terrified me. And she, this girl scared the hell out of me because of whatever was going on with her eyes. And then she got sent home and then the teacher had to talk to us and say, well, she had pink eye and we need to all wash her hands and be careful. And she was forever like for me stained as that. That's the pink eye girl. 
So I could never really look at her in the eyes again because it just it scared me. And so that has stuck with me. That's a you problem. That's just a mean little kid problem. That's, that's not a mean little kid. You're mean. She, like, How is that girl. mean? You're the one that's talking like you're trying to be like understood for having pink eye like six plus times in your life, which is disgusting. That's a lot of poop in your eyes. And then you're judging this poor girl who showed up to class I was one seven. time. I was seven years old. And you made her old. pink eye girl forever? I didn't call her pink eye girl. It was only in my head. I didn't tell you're anybody You're calling that. her pink eye girl right now. Well, yeah, I am now. I don't even know what her last name was. No, I, I mean, it's not like I called her or like ostracized her. This was all in my own head. I was I was quiet, I, but but I remembered and I knew and I did avoid her. I did walk away from her whenever I saw her. I didn't want to be near her because she was pink eye girl. Sarah, the pink eye girl. I still have nightmares. I You're still, Greg, the pink eye guy. I still have nightmares about, about seeing her eyes and like turning around and looking Just at Just weeping. Me. Yeah. Greg. Oh, God. Greg, do I have something in my eyes? It was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. So anyway, when it comes to eyes, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm hesitant. I'm a little nervous about anything to do with that. So you're going in there. And what, what exactly... So they're going to shoot laser balls into her they're eyes? They're going to shoot laser balls, like flaming laser balls into her eyes and just hope for the best. That's Ugh. how that goes. No, I, all right. So I, don't, I honestly don't know. Like I've I don't had, know either. Do you think I'm some like LASIK exper- like experienced LASIK person? All I, I don't know, know. You know more about it than I do. Well, I know that this isn't real LASIK. Okay. Because real LASIK is like for, you know, correcting like n- like slight like eye problems, like not like, you know, people who are, have like a really hard time seeing. I have a negative 0.5 in my right eye. All right, so Jessica. And a negative one on my left. Jessica. I can recite those statistics again if you'd like. Uh, in both eyes, has negative twelve. Oh my! Sorry, I didn't mean. To, <laughs> that, that was completely involuntary. Yeah. I did not mean to make that kind of a noise. That's that's a lot. Jessica is basically. This is why this is such a huge deal for her. She has never. Oh my gosh, that sucks. Yeah, she has never been able to. And see sorry, clearly. I really do apologize for that reaction. I know. Uh, I did not mean that to be in a mean way at all. I, that's that sounds like it. Sucks. You didn't sound like you were being mean. Okay, no, it's like, I'm it's, just saying. I just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like she is so blind. That like, is a lot. No, it is a lot. Like she said that one of her coworkers was complaining about like, oh god, I'm like basically blind. I'm like a negative eight, and Jessica's like, shut your fucking mouth. I'm a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never seen her with glasses. She she, she wears have... contacts, or her glasses are very very thick, so she's okay. never been able to see without assistance, basically. Okay. Oh, so, that sucks. Yeah, so this uh, this is like a this is honestly like a life changing surgery for her. She's never been able to see clearly ever. Okay. And so there's this new di- like this new laser surgery that they've developed for people with severe like eyesight issues, where it, it's actually going to take her eyesight and not restore it to t- uh, 2020 because she's never had 2020, but actually give her 2020 vision. Wait, so it's going to not just correct; it's going to enhance it to where it's enhanced- it never. She's never had 2020 vision. She's never had 2020 vision. Oh, how is she going to be able to handle that? I don't know. She's got, her brain is going to explode. I told her I'm like all your friends are probably I'm like I'm less attractive than you think I am. Oh, that's the <laughs> Yeah, she's going to look at everybody and <laughs> just be like, "Oh." Well, plus since they don't make you a prescription strong enough for her contacts, like her contacts have been a little out of date too, so everything she sees is always already kind of slightly blurry. Oh, weird. Why, yeah, so she's going to be seeing clearly for the first time. That's I don't know. She might not like that. I know. It's going to be yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want to see if if you had this vision in your mind that that much. Uh, I don't. I, Boy, that that could that could work out not well. That could work out not well for her. No, what, for because everything's going to be too clear. Yeah, it's going to be too gonna clear. Be like, oh, You're going to you see too much. That's what I said. I'm like, oh, we're all hideous. You're going to know it now. Yep. That is that is absolutely. Yeah. Hideous. So the cool thing is, so my friend Lisa and I, so we're going um, with Jessica. To drive her there because she has to be, you know, and she's not going under for her um, for the surgery because it's like lasers, but she is going to be like slightly sedated. But get this. So we get to sit in the waiting room where it's totally like that episode of Seinfeld where they're watching, you know, like the surgery and then Kramer's eating the junior mints and they actually accidentally fall into the person. Yeah. So like I get to sit there. I'm not going to eat junior mints, but uh, there is a clear window and we get to watch her getting her eyeballs lasered. What they have a viewing? There's a viewing. So while we're in the See, we're this in the waiting makes room, me, this makes me feel suspect <laughs> of where this surgery is happening. That's what I'm talking about. That that kind of thing right there. Like, are you standing outside the RV, like looking in through the window? There's like, no RV. We're going to a, some fancy eye doctor place. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Fancy eye doctor. Is it like one of those like cat toy lasers? And he shines it in her eyes for a while. That's like, just it. That's exactly it. That's how it corrects her from negative twelve to twenty twenty. <laughs> it's just cat toy lasers. So. So, <laughs> all right, so they 
they shoot, they burn her with lasers into her eyes. Yeah. And that's how they- She's going to have laser eyes. So your role, I'm, I'm just, I'm really confused because I've never been to a place where- My role like is that she's terrified as shit to have lasers in her eyes. And so we're there for moral support being like, the lasers are going to work. It's being asked, don't they cut the eye open? See, even talking about this stuff makes my eyes start watering. And then I just start envisioning uh, Sarah from second grade. Oh, this is hard for me. Greg, okay. is there something wrong with this my This is actually eyes? hard. Okay, uh, let me see here. All right, so this isn't LASIK. So in LASIK, what they do is they like uh, cut open like the top of your eyeball. Oh, God. See, even Like they about lift the eye. flap. Like, basically, I they hate cut. that. That's so Eyes gross. heal almost immediately. It's the human body's kind of fascinating. So usually they like with the LASIK thing, it's a flap that they cut and then I do the laser. It's like I burn hate off talking the bad about parts. this. I hate talking about yeah, so this. So they burn I hate with the laser. They burn off the parts that are like making it hard for you to see. With this one, though, there isn't any cutting of the eyeball, but the laser is stronger. And I don't know, something. it's, it's different than LASIK. Okay. It's but it's a stronger different. version of LASIK. All yeah. right. Okay. So, I mean, that's fantastic. Yay, science and all, all that stuff. I mean, that is that is very good. I'm very happy for her. I question the idea that they have a viewing room. So are there other people in there watching too? I don't know. Lisa and I are going to be in there. We're going to be cheering around. We're going to be like, go, just go. New eyeballs. New eyeballs. That's, see, that's weird. That's, is, am I wrong to think this is weird? <laughs> Rick Rutherford says, I'm talking ambulance show Oh, that's right totally now. ambulance show <laughs> territory right there. That is absolutely ambulance show. I'm super show. going into an ambulance Once show Once you start today. describing it, it's like, Ooh. Well, there's not going to be, see, blood is the thing that creeps me out, or like flesh, like that kind of stuff, like. You're making me sick to my stomach, honestly. <laughs> like th- uh, that's how much Greg I hate is those sickly. shows. It's funny. It's I so easy to shows. make Greg nauseous because he's a man, but he's also weak stomached. Well, I, I'm not weak stomached. I just, I, oh, I did just say it was making me sick. I'm just, I just don't like that. Stuff. I can't do I blood like or it. like surgery shows or anything or most ambulance shows. But I mean, if it's one of my best friends in the world who is, this is one of the most exciting days of her life. No, I'm very happy for her. So you can, I can overlook that, you know, just like when my sister gives the birth and like she has a beautiful oh, baby God. child and it's covered in all sorts of like you know, insides. God damn it. Then I'll still Stop love, it. I won't be grossed out because it's something, it's a product, you know, that's making someone I love happy. No, and uh, don't we started on the birth stuff? All right, so no, I'm very happy for her. I would just be very nervous about somebody shooting a laser into my eyes. That that is yeah. A, you think that's why I'm going with her? She's nervous about someone shooting lasers into her eyes. How reputable is this place? It's very reputable. Oh yeah, by who though? I mean, if they have a viewing, what can you pay? Like, can you buy? Buy in to like go watch this stuff. I don't know, but both is there Lisa somebody and that I, just hangs out there as soon all day as Jessica watching told these? us that there was a viewing room. Both Lisa and I are like, we'll go. Is it like a public viewing? I don't or think is it's it a like private a, room. I don't think it's like an execution. Do you walk like, in I don't there think and like you can just go in? Are there and like watch. risers that you sit on? I think and, like, there might be risers. And you sit on these risers and you watch. Maybe people. I have to wear like a little shower cap thing too, because sometimes you have to do that if you're near a surgery. Oh my god! Probably have to wear shower. This caps. sounds horrible. I'm totally gonna have to buy junior mints just because. I, by the way, I will tell you right now, I would not want <laughs> anyone watching that if, if that was happening to me. That would make it ten times worse. I do not want people watching. Although, then again, witnesses would be good. It's being asked, is uh, is it going to be streamed online? Maybe you should stream it, Sarah. Um, was this a Groupon purchase? And that's what I was asking about earlier, if this was a Craigslist type of deal. It sounds like it is not a Craigslist deal. It is not a Craigslist deal. Uh, Lisa, as in Lisa Wood. No, it's a different Lisa. Different Lisa that uh, Sarah is going to be going with for the viewing, the sadistic viewing of their friend getting the shot. Laser with the laser eyes viewing party. God, see, what's wrong with you guys that you're excited to see this? I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. Oh. To get to see the moment when someone's life is going to be changed for the better. Oh, man. Well, I mean, yeah, that part's great and all, and she's going to see better. That That is, I'm happy for her. It's the process that that's just upsetting. Jessica it's upsetting even wrote outside. me. She's like, "Are you totally excited to watch laser beams shoot into my eyeballs? You have to take pictures." Ooh, Gary Laser is. She wants me to take pictures of her having lasers into her eyes. All right, then she's then she's asking for whatever. Then okay, sympathy's gone for her. Then she's <laughs> wanting pictures of the lasers being shot into her eyes. Yeah, I guess she'll be able to see them now. Are you worried <laughs> that when she sees you for the first time, since this is kind of the she first looks, time? Oh God! Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, because imagine how she envisions everybody because she's got this soft glow. Oh my gosh, we all, all have we're like all the photoshopped. Soft glow. We all have like the '80s soap opera glow. Yeah, we're all photoshopped for her. Oh, that's true. We're so and now much she's hotter gonna see when we're like, all glowy. Now she's gonna see the HD version, and it's just it's not gonna be the same. Oh gosh, and I use her a lot when I ask her if like my lipstick's on right or if she likes my outfit. She's like, Why, oh yeah. You've been trusting her, but she can't <laughs> see. No wonder she's like, oh yeah, it looks great. No wonder all my outfits look like garbage. <laughs> she tells me that I look good. And you have lipstick smeared all over your. <laughs> cheeks and like oh it looks perfect you look just fine <laughs> that's who you've been trusting for this <laughs> all right god damn it well i'm just okay i'm just saying uh um, well with your country pi tool i wish i knew her her laser doctor so that we could look him up to see if he has any cd past wow sarah that was a very good segue thank you into that as though you had no idea what i was going to bring up i don't so, know were sarah, you gonna bring it up you're like over there all like disgruntled and thinking of ambulance shows well, okay. I will say what it is that I have. So this is uh, – that <laughs> was about the smoothest transition I think you've ever made. I'm just going to call it out right there. It was pretty good. Fine. All right. All right. So so here's here's what I have. This is getting to my, to my country PI tool. So I have a I, – I didn't realize – that I still had this, but when I when I have new roommates, I live in a house in Southeast Portland, and it's a. What uh, room do you live in in the house? Two story house. Well, the upstairs is a converted attic, and that's where my house, my room is. And then I have a basement, and then I've got two roommates who live on the main floor, and so they live there. And when I when I get new roommates, you know, sometimes I I, I go through. Uh, you know, roommates move on and stuff like that, and then I'll get new roommates. But ever since I've gone through some issues with previous roommates, I make sure and do background checks. And I subscribe to this. Usually what I do is I subscribe to this background check thing. It's cost me a one-time fee, and then I, uh, I I do the background check, and then I cancel it. Well, turns out I didn't realize I forgot to cancel it this Uh-oh. time. Uh, I didn't pay, like, the full amount, but somehow I got roped into this, and I didn't know it until I – checked my bank account and uh, noticed what I was being deducted for because I thought, wow, I thought there was more money in there than that. And yeah, sure enough, I've been paying for this. So I'm canceling it this time, but I have until the end of the month. And it's this background check service where you can type in anybody's name and you can find out basic stuff. It's public records, but they compile all the public records for you. Okay. So they take all the work of doing that. And so I can find out court records. I can find out, you know, arrests. I can find out where somebody lived. I can find out phone numbers, addresses. Like it gives you quite a bit of information, public stuff, but you got to pay for this company to uh, compile it. And since I have this, I have this power in my, you know, as I've said before, I, I fancy myself a private investigator. Really, probably a pro amateur, in, 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 almost pro level, but the country private investigator, the country PI, because I grew up in the country and I have my country eyes see things. Stop city talking folks about your country eyes. And I have this ability now to look up information with people for about the next two weeks. And I'm going to ask you, uh, before I get to the questions that I have for you, um, for me? What do you mean for me? Well, there's some things that came up, let's just say, that I'm a little bit uh, – I have some questions for you. What are you even talking about? Is there anybody you would like me to look up? Oh, I have somebody. Okay. Um, His name is Greg Nibbler. Oh, well, no, that's a spotless record, and so there's nothing to worry about there. Uh, here, I, actually, I will pull myself up here. Let me see here. Uh, by the way, I found out there's some other Greg Nibblers, and I'm not happy about that. Uh, Why are you not happy about that? Because I'm the only one. I, I should be the only one. That's a, that's a, just how that is. Uh, but it doesn't work out that way. Court records. Uh, nope. Clean as a whistle. Clean as a whistle. Knock on wood. Now that I've said that. All right. So Sarah, though, is there anybody else that you would like you would like me to look up? I mean, I'm just saying I have this power now. I don't know. Uh, Carl from the Carl Show, starring Jason, would like him. Would you really like me to look you up Let's live look up on the Carl. air? Let's look up Carl. Okay, let me uh, let me let me pull this up here. So, of course, the Carl Show starring Jason uh, is a show right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. It happens on Thursdays at approximately five thirty p.m. and you can uh, you can always go there and. It does sound like you're threatening everybody. Like I'm gonna look up your criminal <laughs> record. I'm gonna do it. Uh, okay, let me. Yeah, Nipple says this just sounds like an opportunity to take your snooping to a whole new level. Oh, it's snooping. It's Wait, is like Carl? It's legal does Carl snooping. want you to look him up because like he has something to confess, or like he wants to just get it out there? I don't know. I'm oh, not did exactly you find sure. Something? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up here right now. So we'll we'll pull this up. Uh, as I said, though, Carl shows starring Jason, which happens 
on Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. Let's find out a little bit about one of the uh, hosts of this show, though. One of the fine young gentlemen on our network. All right, I've got a few different ones that pull up. I think I see the one that's right. Um, okay, there's a few different Carls that are Uh-oh. out there. Uh-oh, are some of them seen Oh, I know this is one. Be- this, this is the right one. I can see his past addresses. Uh, because he, because uh, I, I know where his current address is. That is on there. Court records. Oh, Lord. Whoa. Uh-oh. Court records. Uh-oh. Was this a cry for help? Did Carl ask us to look him up because this is him crying out? He's screaming? Screaming for justice? Oh, boy. What? What did huh. he do? What did he do? I don't know if I should say this on the air. Now you absolutely should say that on the air. Yee. Oh, stop it. What did he do? Uh, I came up with zero criminal records. So, uh, Does he have any other kinds of records? Yeah, it says there are, but it, may, it wants me to pay more to see those. Wait, what other kinds of records are there besides criminal? I don't... Civil court records? Oh, wow. There's some other things. Um, hmm. I'd have to pay more to find that out. I'd rather not know. I think I want to live... I think I want to live in denial. He was, like, trying to give you a warning. Yeah, he kind of was. All right. Okay, wh- who, else, who else should I look up? Who else should we... Should be clear here because we don't do this. You know, we have the Fun Employment Radio Network. There's a number of shows on the network, and I haven't really done background checks. Look me up. Look me up, Sarah Dillon. Well, and that's the thing. I have looked you up. What do you mean you have looked me up? Okay, I'll be honest with you. What? There are a number, and this is what I wanted to ask you about. There are a number of Sarah Dillons in here, and uh, apparently that is that is a fairly common name. But there are quite a few that fit your exact description and. Your name. Okay. And I'm kind of wondering here, what is going on? What do you mean, what is going on? I haven't done anything. Well, I'm not so sure about that. Sarah, let me ask you this. How much time did you spend in Indiana? I have never been to Indiana. Oh, really? Yes. That's not what this is saying. (laughs) Oh, is that not what it's saying? Then it's somebody with your exact name that spent a lot of time in Indiana hopping around place to place. What did they do in Indiana? Well, I, I'm the one asking the questions here. <laughs> God, so ridiculous. All right. Let me ask you this then. If that's what? not you, because there are so many different here. You've lived a few different places. Oh, my gosh. How many different records do you have? You have done a lot of damage here. All right. Um, Bremerton. You lived in Bremerton. I did live in Bremerton. Let me just pull this up here because I have a lot of information here about you. Um, Your birthday is October 9th. That's correct. That is correct. Okay. My birthday month is coming up pretty quick here. Criminal. Huh. What? Were you involved in a civil case? I don't think so. Were you, were you, did you go to court in a civil setting? No, the only court I've ever gone to was when somebody hit and ran my car and that was in Portland. Yeah, but what about the bench warrant? I don't have a bench warrant. Well, that's what it's... You don't? Okay, maybe this is the wrong one then. Maybe this isn't you. No, it's definitely not me. I don't have a bench warrant unless there's... Are you sure? Yeah, unless there's a ticket that I didn't know that I got. Yeah, it says... I did get one ticket once where Um, it never showed up on my record. Yeah, unauthorized parking, speeding, trespassing. That is, I did not do any of the, well, I mean, I'm sure I've done those things. I just have not gone to court for them. Obviously, because there's a bench warrant. So <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's the wrong one. There are other ones here that are that are registering in Portland, but that's the one that matches you. I mean, it says you lived in Bremerton too. Huh. Are you sure you don't? You said you got a ticket and it didn't show up, or you yeah, just but it never wasn't heard in Bre- about it? It wasn't in Bremerton. It was, in, it was no. somewhere else. No, it would, would have been in Portland. No, it wasn't in Portland. Oh, well, this I got a ticket coming back from a festival, and the guy was super shady, and he told me to just, uh, he's like, and you need to pay this amount, and so I just wrote him a check right there, and then it never showed up Whoa, on Whoa, wait a minute, what? Yeah. Wait a minute. And it never showed up on my record. You got, where was this happening? I'm not going to okay, say Okay, this where. is a different story. No, you have to stay. No, I'm not going to say where. Why not? Because I don't want it to come back to me. Why would it come back to you? I'm just saying, I don't want to, like, it's it's not on my record. I don't want to say where it was. No, no, no. It was somewhere in Washington. Okay, let me tell you right now. Let me explain this. This is a whole different issue. We're setting aside the the, uh, background searches. Okay. 
So you came back from a festival mm. and you got pulled over by a police officer. Yes. And the police officer said, "We can, you can either go to court or take care of this right now. Mm-hmm. And what did you do? I wrote him a check for my for the amount of the ticket. And you and wrote then, him a personal check. No, it was to the it was to the police department. That is so illegal. That's so illegal. This Not like, on your end. This was like 12 I mean, years ago, maybe. Then, yes, we're going to talk about this, wherever the hell this happened. That's not coming back to haunt you in any way. Are you sure? Yeah. That guy was taking a bribe. No, he told me. He's like, I'm gonna, he's like you're going to be in trouble unless like, you can pay this ticket right now. That is a bribe, dude. That's a bribe. You bribed the cop. I didn't bribe the cop. I well, paid the for cop my ticket. Well, the cop solicited a bribe. I'm still not going to say I mean, it's more it on was. the cop. Why not? Say where it no, was. No, I'm not. No. No, I have Why? a healthy fear of the law. Uh-uh. That's not a law. That's illegal. The cop did something illegal. Yeah, there it, is no way. It never showed up on my record. I was yeah, waiting. Yeah, because it was illegal. I was waiting for my insurance to go up, and it never showed up. Sarah, Sarah, let me walk you through this, <laughs> all right? Whatever you're worried about, you have nothing to be worried about. What happened, that is, okay, number one, that's not how tickets work. I know that much. That's illegal. You can't pay it off on the side of the road. You can do that in Mexico. You can pay off the cops because they'll be like, oh, you go to jail or you pay this $100 fine. That's not how that works. You don't just pay the cop on the side of the road. That is, you. There's a legal process. To I it. didn't know. This I is, was scared. I was like 21, and was I was this. Know. Was this in the United States of America? Yes, this was in Washington State. This was in Washington State. <sighs> on my way back, and this was a city police officer. This was a, a town police. It was like basically on a road between two towns, on like a highway. Just say what the town no. was. Why? What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. From 12 years ago, this police officer who gave a, probably a billion tickets and All took right. a billion it's, bribes. It's because I, okay, fine, fine, fine. But I don't want someone to go and tell them like, oh, your police department what? is corrupt. Why not? I am just saying this for satirical purposes. <laughs> All right, fine. You didn't it do was any. In, okay, it was in Goldendale, Washington. Goldendale, Washington. So the police department. The police pulled me over and he said, like, you know, here's this your ticket. This is the kind of stuff you're supposed to talk about. <laughs> it's not the thing where you protect the cop for being corrupt. He was really scary and I was heading back yeah, from I'm Warp sure Tour. He was. I was heading back from Warp Tour. This was in like 2002. You're protecting a cop from 12 years ago that basically took a bribe from you. I didn't know that I was bribing him. I, I know I was you did. He solicited a bribe from you. No, because he, he's just like, well, you better pay this or I'm going to have to take you in. I'm like, oh, okay. So I <laughs> I paid it and then it cleared and then it never showed up on my on my. Insurance. I don't think that's how it works. I, unless there is. Some I'm still weird like st- to this day when I like check my insurance, I'm like, all right, did that ticket show up? And it never has. <laughs> it's not going to show up from 12 years ago. It's not like you murdered someone and then paid it off and got away with it. Unless you did. I didn't. That's The, the ticket is not going to show up from 12 years ago. Okay, that's not how tickets work. They usually go off of your record in like two years. And the most, the statute of limitations is seven years. You're not going to get yeah, in trouble. Yeah, that's why I've always, I've never driven through You're Golden Dale again. Gonna, oh Fucking my Golden gosh. Dale. How have you never talked about I this before? Know. You are not in trouble. Why are you so traumatized I, by this? Because police scare me. And that's fine. But the thing is, though, this guy solicited a bribe. Well, we all got what we wanted. He took some of my money and I didn't get it on my record. I guess. How much did he charge you? It was like 120 or something. And how what did, how it fast were you speed. going? I wasn't going very fast. Uh-huh. Yeah. And did he show proof of you speeding? I mean, I was speeding. I was definitely speeding. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Satirically speaking. Satirically speaking, you're still afraid of the Goldendale Police Department in Washington. By the way, Goldendale is like a tiny, tiny, tiny little town. Full of assholes. In the middle of nowhere in Washington. Yeah, the guy was a real asshole, too. It was shocking. Shocking (laughs) he was a real (laughs) asshole. (laughs) He was just sitting there taking bribes from... From people that uh, from pulling people over. Yeah, because I was, was already just like, getting, so exhausted heading back from Warp Tour. All he was doing is getting dumb city people to like give him money. I was a dumb city person. Yeah, I know, and yeah. that's what he was doing. I just lived in Portland for just a couple months at that point, and it was in 2002. Oh. Yeah, <sighs> so this was like 13 years ago. Yeah, yeah Stranded in Bakersfield. You're right. That's probably the better terminology. Uh, he said, "I don't think it was a bribe. It sounds more like the cop was extorting Sarah." Yeah, and that's that's true. Extortion is more what it is. 
that, yeah, that's I mean, I was correct. like unfamiliar with the area. I was in the middle of nowhere, driving back from a festival, <laughs> hungover <laughs> as fuck. Like, it was really. It was. Holy shit! What was he threatening you with? But he just said that he was. A, You're going to be in what real he said. trouble. He's like, either I'm going to have to take you in or like say something, or it's going to be like a, a bigger ticket or something. I just remember I was just like, okay, well, I'll I'll pay it. And then. Wow, dude. Yeah, and then the check cleared the next day, and then it never showed up on my record. Wow. Yeah. That is so fucked up. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know how they, if that's still the way they do it in Goldendale, but that's. Goldendale, Washington. Goldendale, Washington, ladies mm. and gentlemen. I mean, it's not, it's honestly not that surprising. Small town, Washington, Oregon, you know, in the Northwest. Small town anywhere, really, that they would try to pull that. But, yeah, all they were doing is scaring you and then getting you to write a check right there. That's, damn. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's being asked, who did you make the check out to? It was still, like, the Goldendale Police Department. So it was the police themselves that were doing it. It was it, their whole It was, racket. yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't make it out to, like, Larry Cop or whatever. Yeah, it was to... Yeah, because then all, the, all they do the next day is they just take all that cash and put it into their police department. So it was a police-run thing. Mm. <sighs> Man. <laughs> Satirically speaking, again, like, uh, this is, of course, not... Uh, no, fuck, fuck Goldendale. Yeah, say Goldendale that. was awful. That, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> Sumon says, please make it out to cash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I've never had that kind of experience before. I thankfully, knock on wood. That's yeah. That's and I was I, thankfully I wasn't by myself. I was with my friend, but she was like passed out in the passenger seat. So I mean, I was barely with my friend because she was mm-hmm. just like sleeping. Like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. There's work up. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, there's that. Well, now you know. Going through Goldendale, just uh, hand them a check and ask them if uh, Sarah Dillon's ticket is ever going to be on the record again. So she's up. very worried about that. All right. Well, back to our back to our search. Is there anybody else you'd like me to search for? Because I can search for anybody that you want. I can give you a little bit of details. I can give you if they're criminal cases or stuff like that, or stuff that's been run through the courts. I don't know. I don't know who else or like who I'd want to say out loud. Mm-hmm. Give me a name. Give me a name. Jesus. Just write me a check, and I'll make this go away. Wow. I'll um, forget the. I'll forget about this search if you just write me a check right now. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, just I'm drawing me, a Just blank. write out a check. Or you're going to get in trouble because I'm going to tell. Oh, shut up. It says right here, Goldendale, Washington. I mean, I can report this to the city of Portland. They're going to be really upset. Um, or you can just give me a check for the amount of what the search was for. And we'll just make it go away. Okay, just stop it now. I didn't know you were that gullible. Now I got to... I was, I was 21 and I no. was like living in the big, like this is the first like city that I'd moved to. And I moved here not knowing anybody. I was by myself. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then like the cop was scary. I'm like, here, take my money. <laughs> I can't believe you've never told anybody about that. Like you don't, you don't need to hold on to that. Because I was that. afraid that it was going to come back. You don't need to hold on to that and protect this guy from Goldendale, Washington. Like you, you really don't. Do you have his name? No, I have no idea. It was so long ago. I just remember. I, I just remember. I was always just like, "Oh, that's weird," because I kept waiting for it to show up, and it never did. Wow. Never got a receipt. Never got anything. Just cashed the check, and that was it. All right. Okay. Well, uh, I'll. Uh, I have this here, so we'll. Huh. Okay. There's there is some information about there, about Goldendale. All right. I'll I'll look up some stuff on that. But in the meantime, why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and go to World of Crazy. <gasps> Let's separate from this. And not what? What's up? Okay, nothing. Uh, I won't bring it up right now, but you should look at the email that we just got. Okay. It's very strange. All right, I do feel like a, a burden's been lifted off my shoulders. That damn Golden Gale, Goldendale cop. Weird. Oh, huh. Yeah, I didn't really know what to think of that. Okay. All right, but I have some, I have some crazy stories. All right. Let's move away from Gold. Yeah, I've never been to Goldendale, Washington since. I have like actively driven around it. I've never gone through it. I think it traumatized me more than I thought it did. Well, that's especially twenty one. I mean, yeah, that's that's messed up. It was right when it, it was like two months after I moved to Portland. <laughs> I mean, naturally there are a lot worse things, but I mean that that's still. Yeah. The Goldendale cop giving me the shakedown. <sighs> yeah, that's that's what it was. It was a shakedown. All right, hello, my friends. Hi. We have, you know, what, we we actually have a number of police officers who listen to this show. Uh, maybe Don't they arrest can write, me. I didn't know what I was doing. Please uh, report her right now. I've got the I've got the records here. No, um, maybe one of them could write in and just let us know. Is that like a? Is there some way that's a legal practice? I really don't think that's true. It didn't, true. like, in hindsight, it didn't feel legal. No. 
No, that's just not how the I'm court system works. I'm assuming it probably wasn't illegal. But maybe somebody, way. maybe someone could write us in. We'll keep you anonymous, of course. Yeah, if maybe you, it was legal in two thousand in two thousand two. Uh, well, anyway, if you're a police officer, we will keep you anonymous. Yeah. But I, I'd just be curious to know. Okay. All right, there we go. All right. A woman in Brooksville, Florida, that makes her a Florida woman, has been arrested after cops went into her house and found her in possession of more than 3,500 machetes, swords, and knives. I mean, I like swords and knives, but 3,500, that's a lot. 3,500 swords, knives, and machetes. So uh, the police paid a visit to this woman, her name is Nicole Dykema, after her neighbor, Dorothy Clagg, complained that Dykema had taken one of her many, many swords and slashed her window screens and air conditioner with a large knife. Now, Clagg told deputies she never wanted anyone to go into her house, and now I know why. So investigators told uh, told every, uh, told people that uh, Dykema refused to let deputies into her home, so they forced their entry. It was then they came upon the 3,500 swords, knives, machetes hanging on her walls, along with Halloween props like rubber masks and fake bloody body parts. Yeah, but there's nothing illegal with that. Well, police say that Dykema then took a machete and slashed at the deputy with it, narrowly missing his head. Well, that's, yeah. She then ran into her room, hid under a blanket, and started waving a long sword in front of her, trying to keep the police away. Pulled a blanket over her head with a sword. <laughs> Nicole Dykema. So what What was the neighbor doing? The neighbor was complaining that nobody ever, she never wanted to let anybody into the her house. The neighbor complained because Dykema went over to her, the neighbor's house, Dorothy Clagg. Yeah, Dorothy. Dorothy Clagg's house. Dorothy, okay, in all fairness, Dorothy shouldn't have had a sword waved at her or had her stuff no, slashed. No, and Dorothy had her windows, uh, her window screens and her air conditioner slashed. Dorothy does seem like seem like a little bit of a busybody, though. I mean, like... I don't think you're a busybody if someone's coming at you slashing your window screens and air conditioner But Dorothy was saying that the neighbor never wanted her to go into her house, Well, right? she said she never wanted anyone to go into her house, and now I know why. Well, yeah, but that's her business. Why, why does Dorothy care? I don't. Well, Dorothy is like now understanding why Dykema never wanted to bring her into her house. I don't know. Well, so the reason why this is illegal is because Dykema is on probation after being caught shoplifting knives from a Dollar Tree store this past sep- December. She has a real knife fetish. Uh, I do like knives too. Uh, well, she isn't allowed to own her own weapons, so that's why she is in trouble. Okay. Because after she was caught stealing knives from the Dollar Store. <laughs> so police had to use a beanbag gun and, stun- and a stun gun to subdue Dykema, who was still hiding under her blanket, and then took her into custody. Uh, her neighbor, wow, Dorothy Clagg, just ran to the ran to the papers. Yeah, all squealing uh, all over the place. Uh, her neighbor, Dorothy Clagg, says she's glad that Nicole Dykema is in jail. Uh, Dorothy Clagg goes on to say she had a habit of banging on the inside of her house at all time on the walls and screaming and hollering. I was just petrified all the time. Said Dorothy Clagg. Yeah, Dorothy Clagg's really, really hamming this up here. Well, Dykema is now uh, being held without bond on charges including probation violation, property damage, criminal mischief, and assault on an officer with a machete. All right, taking a look at what Dorothy... Oh, my gosh. Okay, I just looked up the... Uh... Okay, there's two things here. So you can look up uh, these these people. Maybe we'll post a link to this story at uh, funemploymentradio.com. Okay. So that way people can look it up. I'm posting a picture right now of Nicole Dykema. She is horrifying. Um, also, Dorothy Clagg does look like a busybody. I'm not going to lie. Does Dorothy Clagg look like a Dorothy Clagg? She looks like a... How would you picture her? Uh, curly brown hair. No. Glasses. Yes. Uh, slightly overweight, but not morbidly obese? No, actually. Surprisingly, go go a different direction. Oh, okay, very, th- very thin. Uh, thin, older. Older lady. Uh, gray hair. Yes, yes, yes. She's an older lady. Um, looks like she's very concerned about what happens in the neighborhood. Probably doesn't have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Nicole Dykema, she's terrifying. Yeah, she looks... She's, she's horrifying, yeah. Dorothy Clagg does look like Dorothy Clagg. Yeah. A little wrinkly, a little gray. A mm-hmm. little, little, little bit of a cotton top there. Oh, yeah. Very mm-hmm. much cotton top. All right. So, uh, there you have it. That's the tale of Nicole Dykema and Dorothy Clagg. Florida women. Oh, she's going to get out of jail. What's going to happen then? I don't know. They're, they've already confiscated her 3,500 machetes, knives, and swords. Uh, Who knows what's going to happen? She can find more. All right. Well, from knives and swords to a stabbing, a Pennsylvania man is recovering after he accidentally stabbed himself in the arm while trying to steal a cell phone from a Walmart. That's very unsuccessful. 
Uh, police in South Union Township, Pennsylvania, say David Lee, 46 years old, uh, was in a Walmart this past Monday evening when he used a knife to remove a straight-talk wireless phone from the shelf. So a few minutes later, Lee was in the automotive aisle hiding with his straight-talk wireless phone, trying to get it out of the package with a knife. Uh, instead, the knife slipped and he stabbed himself in the arm, rupturing an artery. <laughs> Store employees happened to notice Lee bleeding uh, profusely and approached him. Police say Lee tried to run through the store while the staff followed him. A trail of blood was dripping on the floor as he was running, still with the cell phone in hand. Lee grabbed a towel off of the shelf and wrapped it around his arm as he was still trying to leave the store. Uh, Lee did successfully run from the store and drove himself to a local hospital. However, the wound was so severe that he had to be flown to a Pittsburgh hospital. Holy shit. A hazmat uh, crew was uh, called to the store to clean up the blood. Police met up with Lee at the hospital that he was eventually transported to and uh, charged him with retail theft and disorderly conduct. I guess for stabbing himself in the arm? Well, that's for fleeing? Probably for fleeing and spraying blood all over the place. That would probably be part of it. That could be it. He's a terrible thief. He is a terrible thief. He was able to actually dislodge the phone from the shelf, but he couldn't undo the packaging without severing his arm. Wait a minute. Now, once you have the phone, what are you going to do with it? Do you have to set up a service? And I don't know. Maybe don't you could sell works. it. I'm not really into the I'm, phone thieving ring. I'm not. So. Uh, and I am, by yeah. the way. I'm super into it. Well, I don't know. You're the one that's the criminal on the run. It's my jam. Don't let Goldendale know yeah, where you are. I know. Well, Lee is expected to survive his self-inflicted stabbing. Uh, out of Shanghai, a Chinese sperm bank is oh, attempting boy. to draw donors with promise of an iPhone 6S if people donate their semen. <laughs> I, I heard what you said, but I'd like you to say it again just so I fully understand. All right. Out of Shanghai, a Chinese sperm bank is attempting to draw in donors with the promise of one of the country's most hotly anticipated items, the iPhone 6S. I mean, those are worth a lot. They are worth a lot, and that's how desperate they are Why for do they be- semen. Wait a minute. China needs... You want to fly to China and get an iPhone S, don't you? Success, don't you? No. 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 Well, a hospital in Shanghai is advertising online that donors who pass a health examination uh, can earn up to $940. More than enough to purchase an iPhone 6S, which starts at just 649 The hospital says in an online post referencing uh, Chinese men selling their kidneys to raise money for iPhones, which has been what? in the news before. What? Is that before. really? It has been. I think I had that story before. A kidney for an iPhone? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the hospital's tagline is, no need to sell your kidneys. You can easily have a 6S by donating sperm. Well, Chinese iPhone customers have made headlines in the past uh, for the lengths they'll go to raise money to get a new iPhone. Wow. Remember the there was a Shanghai student last year who was willing to rent out his girlfriend for iPhone 6 money, but he specified that no funny business would be allowed. Do you remember that guy? Yes, I do. Yeah. All right. So there's people who rent out their girlfriends, people who give up their kidneys. So all you need to do is be a sperm donor. It just seems... What I'm what I'm trying to wrap my head around, I'm just trying to think of the right way to say it. Uh, why is it necessary for that in China? Why is what necessary? Why, why do they need extra? Yeah, I don't know. I do not know what the what it's like in China. Okay. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Uh, next up, an intoxicated man who was leaving a, ho- a Hooters has been arrested after he kept meowing at police officers. Police say an intoxicated man uh, started meowing at them when they investigated a report of reckless driving. So officers received a report about, uh, a report about someone in a Mercedes-Benz driving recklessly through the parking lot of a Hooters of about, at about 11.30 p.m. this past Saturday. This happened in a place called Rock Hill. In Rock Hill. Okay. All right. Uh, the vehicle was not occupied when the police happened upon it, and witnesses described the driver as intoxicated. So uh, he was out of the car, but he was in front of a Hooters because police just received a call about the same intoxicated man harassing customers in front of a Hooters. This is a 25-year-old man who was, quote, heavily intoxicated and smelled of alcohol. The report states that when the officer asked for the man's name, he responded, meow, meow. The officer then asked for the man's real name, to which he again responded, meow. Uh, officers were not amused. 
And they asked the man for his ID, and he told them he didn't have one after charging the man with a public, uh, public disorderly conduct. They found an ID identifying him as the Mercedes-Benz owner. He was charged with giving false information to the police. By meowing at them. By meowing. Some of us watch Super Troopers right a little meow. too much. <laughs> Rick in the chat says he should have just written the cop a check, right? <laughs> yeah, apparently that's how you handle things. That's how you do it. I want you to try that here. I'm not going to. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, how much is this going to be? Okay. All right, and finally, there is a new dating app that's come out, which, Greg, I think you might be into. Okay. Greg, do you like bacon? Yeah. I'm not, like, a bacon fanatic, though. But you enjoy, like, decent bacon. Yeah. Like, if it's there and if someone's made it properly and it's all sizzling Crunchy. and smelly. I'd rather... I burnt. All the way to burnt. No, oh, I like mine mushy. Oh, no. Mushy's gross. Oh, I no. love it when it's all, like, floppy. No. No, burnt. Yeah, floppy. But... <gasps> All right, see, and that's why we wouldn't where it's be burned around the edges. And this is why we wouldn't be a good match, Greg. But here you go. You can find your perfect burnt bacon match because Oscar Meyer has just released a new dating app called Sizzle, which is an app for bacon lovers. Wow. To unite with each other. Okay. So Oscar Meyer believes that they found the perfect Oscar equation. Meyer, I thought they make hot dogs. Well, they, do, they make all kinds of meats. Oh, do they? Well, yeah. I'm not familiar with the whole Oscar Mayer catalog. Yeah, it's a it's a very <laughs> wide and broad catalog. Okay, I, I do. They I participate with many meats. I don't spend a lot of time in the meat aisle. Oscar Mayer believes that it has found the perfect solution to finding your soulmate, and it all comes down to bacon. So this just came out today. So today, Oscar Mayer released Sizzle, S-I-Z-Z-L, which is a dating app. Uh, which allows users a closed network of bacon lovers where they can scour for their ideal dates. So this is a totally real dating app, and it it allows people to specify their bacon preferences into a customizable profile, upload photos of themselves, and start swiping through profiles of local fellow bacon lovers. And you also have the ability to message and meet up with other Sizzle users based on a mutual matching system. So your only thing you have in common is bacon? Well, after downloading the app, users are thrown into a bacon questionnaire where they're asked to specify such deeply personal preferences as whether or not they prefer pork or turkey bacon. Greg, pork or turkey bacon? Um, it depends on how it's done. You have to pick one. Just pick one. I hate to say it because I've always been an advocate of the turkey bacon. But lately, I gotta go with the pork bacon. All right. Well, also, go it goes bacon. down to whether or not they enjoy their bacon crispy or chewy. Well, very crispy, as very crispy as me. it as crispy as it could possibly get. Rock hard. In addition to a number of other judgment calls about bacon and their personalities that can help you whittle down to find your bacon soulmate. Oscar Mayer's marketing director, Eric Dahmer, says in a statement, In love, as it is in bacon, it's important to be discerning when uh, selecting your perfect match and to never settle for anything less than the best. With the launch of Sizzle, we're thrilled to give our true bacon lovers the chance to find each other and potentially meet their soulmates in life and in bacon. (laughs) So this app goes past the, you know, swipe left, swipe right, Mm -hmm. like the Tinder thing where if you like someone, left, right, whatever. So instead of doing just that, Sizzle has upped the ante. Sizzle allows you, again, Sizzle spelled S-I-Z-Z-L, no E. Sizzle allows users to specify the intensity of their attraction toward another bacon lover by holding down the sizzle button <laughs> when you see someone wow. for a certain amount of time. Now, the longer you hold down the sizzle button, the more intense your attraction is to your potential life mate. Sizzle. So there you go. You bacon lovers out there, find that true love. You go you go out there and sizzle it. Yeah. Something creepy about it. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Now I'm hungry. Just talking about bacon has made me hungry. Well, bacon bacon is good. I'm just, I like I said, I'm not one of those people that's like, bacon is life. But uh, I, I enjoy it. I don't know anybody who's like, bacon is life. Oh, I'm sure you do. I mean, it's like a I whole thing. Oh, okay. It's like a whole culture. Well, I remember when bacon was pretty popular, like, Six or seven years ago, when everything was like bacon chapstick, bacon salt, mm. bacon. Oh yeah, bacon, yeah, bacon, bacon mints. Yeah, mm. bacon mints. Ew, those were so gross. Yeah, bacon gum. Yeah, yep, yeah, those did happen. No, I mean it's uh, it's all right. Maybe I'll download this. You know what? Because of this show, I have downloaded so many fucking dating apps and signed up for so many different things yes, on this show because of the show. <laughs> no, I am. I have like 
a million different uh, ones. I'm still getting, let me tell you the one that's the most annoying though, that I signed up for. This was a couple of months ago that we did this on the show because you talked about the paranormal dating app. Oh yeah. From, I think it's like Art Bell put it out where it's to, to you know, you match up with other people who are into the paranormal and, um, and you can like focus on what like paranormal thing you like. Do you like ghosts? Do you like Sasquatches? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that one, they email me like five times a day. Five times a day I get paranormal dating apps and updates. Um, though, By the way, their new tagline though, which is actually pretty good, paranormal date, you are not alone. It's pretty good. It's pretty catchy. But the whole thing is so obnoxious. It's always, I'm always getting emails from people. Do you think it's obnoxious because you haven't found your paranormal soulmate? No, it's obnoxious because I don't want to pay the extra like $20 a month or whatever it is to actually read anybody's message. So I don't, I don't really want to do that. I'm cheap. This isn't going to work for me. Wait, so the only reason you don't like it is because you... Okay. Yeah. So you like the whole thing. You just don't want to pay for it. Uh, I don't want to pay for it. Okay. And the thing is, I don't want to be matched up with somebody else who wants to pay for it. Because if they're willing to pay for it, then we're probably not a good match. Oh, because you look down on them because they're on a paranormal dating yeah. app? Yeah. Yeah. No, not because they're on a paranormal... No, not because of the, the app. Because they're paying for it. Because they're paying that extra money. Um, and it's it's not like cheap. It's not like... Six ninety nine a month. That would be totally six ninety nine a month is completely affordable, no, especially be- for unique online content on a daily basis. Yeah, that's something I would absolutely do if it were something like that. I mean, no. that's like only thirty two cents a day, and it makes a huge difference to people who are trying to, you know, make their lives out of their creative fruits of their labor. Absolutely, mm-hmm. no. That would be that would be a fantastic way to spend my money. No, this they want like a because lot every of cent money. counts when you have a small business and you're you know trying to keep it afloat. Absolutely, Sarah, mm-hmm. you're one hundred percent correct in that. I agree, and I love supporting. Local. I mean, even things. if you can't listen every day, I'm just putting forth the effort to do, you know, subscribe to something local. That's just a, the effort in and of itself is just pretty. You're, you're 100% correct. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different advantages of that. And just, just uh, you know, you don't have to listen every day to still do $6.99 a month and be a membership. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this is $19.95 a month. Oh. See, that's too much. It's too much. It's over it. It's, uh, it's too much for what I want. Because I, yeah. So anyway, I would judge somebody else who who paid it. Suman uh, t- is taking apart your thing. It's like the paranormal dating. You are not alone. He's mm-hmm. taking it apart quite literally. <laughs> if I wasn't alone, why would I need the app? <laughs> Which is true. It does sound like they're taunting you. <laughs> you are not alone. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are very, very much alone. Now pay nineteen ninety five and find someone else who's obsessed with Yetis. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, Nipples in the chat also says, uh, so you'll pay to snoop people's legal history, but not to find your paranormal soulmate. Um, well, yeah, but I paid for that. That's because I was going to be living with the people because it was a um, uh, background check for roommates. I just forgot to cancel it. That's where that was. And since I've got it for another two weeks, I might as well snoop on people. Think of all this snooping opportunities. So much, so much snooping. Uh, all right. Well, you need to get out of here. I know pretty quick to go. Uh, I gotta go hang out with old Laser Eyes. Old, old Gary Laser Eyes, Jessica Laser Eyes, <laughs> old Jessica Laser Eyes. Um, well, then we're not going to get time to do this, but I, I, I really feel like I need to make my prediction before the NFL games tonight. Can I do one quick little ball talk thing today? Yeah. I mean, do you have to have your sounder? Or can you just do it now? Mm, all right, I'll do it without the sounder. Here's the deal. Okay. It's a big night? It's a big uh, big NFL night? No, it's not because of that. There's something that I do every year here on Fun Employment Radio, and that is this. I tell you who is going to win the Super Bowl before the season even starts. Because I was traveling, I didn't get to do that last week. Okay. But I have already, I already had picked out who is going to win the Super Bowl this year. So I feel like I can, I'm okay to do it. It's only one weekend. Okay. So you can still go place your bets. And change your life because of the fact that I am going to tell you who will win the Super Bowl this year. I know who's going to do it. All right. Just like you did last year. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I did last year. Before I tell you that, though, I want to tell you about something else. And that's some the uh, fantastic sponsor, Asylum, Sarah. Asylum? Asylum was amazing. I just saw Anton and Deb the other day. I was like, I was running late for work and I saw them on my bike. I'm like, hi, bye. <laughs> it's a yeah. drive-by hiing? It was a drive-by hiing. <laughs> drive-by uh, hiing, yes. Asylum <laughs> is a fantastic sponsor of Fun Employment Radio and they are located at 37th and Hawthorne right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Definitely go in there. We'll talk about more more about them tomorrow, but I just wanted to give Asylum nice a Nice people, out. cool selection, yeah. like things for yourself, for gifts, for any occasion that presents itself, birthdays, anniversaries, weddings. I know we're getting to the end of 
wedding season, maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, anything that you need, you can find there. Yeah. I can always go in. Let me just, every time I go in, I never leave empty-handed because I can always find something, even though I didn't know that I was actually looking for something. The best place to buy a gift in Portland. Asylum. Yes. So, you can find out, uh, like, all of their new, the new things that they get, they post a lot on their Facebook page. So, if you go to Facebook.com slash PDX Asylum, you can find out all the info there. PDX Asylum. So, go there and, and give them a like, too. Like their page, even if you're not in the Portland area. Just go there and like mm. their page because uh, show them some support. All right, Sarah, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. This year, the 2015 NFL season where the Super Bowl will happen in 2016. The winner of the Super Bowl in February of 2000. Oh, my God. Just 16 AD. Taking place here in the United States of America. United States of America. On planet Earth. Welcome to Earth. Bitch. The winner of the game to be played on that day in a match between two teams from the National Football League will be... Oh my God, just say it. The Indianapolis Colts are your 2016 Super Bowl winner. The Indianapolis Colts and Andrew Luck will win the Super Bowl in 2016. Don't break Paul Vinko's heart. That is who it's going to be. That is my prediction right now. It's Andrew Luck's here. (laughs) Indianapolis Colts 2016 Super Bowl winner. We'll be back tomorrow with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.